0: summer this being the fourth of july weekend fourth of july obviously falling on tuesday of this week this is sunday morning uh we commemorate this time of year every single year with fireworks and things like that why because this is the weekend where we told king george the third to shove it we're not we're not hanging out with britain anymore we're done so glad you're here, and I hope you're having a great weekend, man. We are. This is the Bushels and Barrels program. My name is Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok and Twitter is where you can find me. Ryan Peter on Facebook, trolling grain market discussion once in a while, uh, and then also I have the perspiring patriot right here beside me. Say hello, Jessica.
1: Hello, Jessica.
0: How's it going today?
1: Good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's been a pretty eventful weekend so it sure far. Has, has it not?
1: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> my goodness the rain though holy cow
0: yeah so last week i told you guys you know we're we're to the point where we're, we're needing to rain really really bad and uh it came it came and i don't know why this always happens this way but it seems like about this time you know right after we're done cutting wheat and it's been this way for the past three years in a row you're really really thirsty and when it comes it's like six inches at a time don't laugh (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: got it mm-hmm. but that's we've gotten right here in my little area around five to six inches of rain here since thursday and it most of it a uh, heck of a lot of it came yesterday about four inches yesterday afternoon wind oh my gosh plenty of damage in in my hometown of mount carmel illinois uh, trees down everywhere um we, Jess and I and Cody and Nicole were all sitting in the, in our living room last night because they came over and we were swimming, just enjoying the weekend and uh, got rained out swimming. So we came in when that thunderstorm hit and Jess has a pergola mm-hmm. on the, on the, on the sidewalk of the, of the pool. There's not a lot of surface area for that thing to catch wind at yeah, all. Right. Plus the four legs of the pergola are buried in concrete or, you know, in concrete, in, in pots. Mm-hmm. That had, there's your word, pot again, <laughs> uh, in pots that she put con- concrete in just to make sure it's just heavy and stable. And I'd be damned if that wind didn't blow it yesterday. Yeah. One of the legs off of the concrete, That's that was pretty substantial. And then uh, two nights ago, about one o'clock in the morning, just right here where we're at basically, uh, there was a thunderstorm that ran through and it was light. The lightning was so awesome that night. You, w- you could have drove down the road without headlights. I mean, it was just constant lightning Mm -hmm. just amazing stuff so that's what's going on here in the ag world i got a little bit more nitrogen put on my corn right before some of this rain hits so it got rained in the ground so that was really good very happy about that Uh, wheat harvest is completely finished around here we're still moving a little bit of wheat um Other than that, just kind of watching crops grow, I'd say here a couple weeks we'll be spraying beans again. Uh, I didn't put any residual down whenever I sprayed my beans the first time, just because there was no rain in the forecast to activate any expensive chemicals. So I was like, well, I'm just going to marry myself to the idea. I'm going to have to come back and respray it anyway. So why even bother with residual? So Mm -hmm. I'm going to come back, respray every acre of my beans to clean them back up again. And hopefully at that point, especially with this rain, they'll start growing really well, be completely canopied don't have to worry about it again for the rest of the year we hope mm-hmm. so anyway what's going on in your world
1: my world and yeah. just keeping plants alive now they've they've got the rain now
0: keeping... you're trying to keep them from falling over right. with all this wind yeah. yeah i
1: mean that was that was that was probably the biggest gust of wind that we ever got over here on our on the little hill it's
0: been a long time since yeah. i've seen one like that
1: mhm and it, i mean it came through so
0: Yeah, something yeah. fierce. Uh-huh. So yeah, so that's like the weird thing about this wind yesterday. I have my cutting torch was sitting outside, Oxyacetylene outfit, whatever you want to call it. And it's it was just sitting there, heavy on a trailer. The wind knocked that thing over. It knocked it it just knocked it over. Uh-huh. So that was a pretty good gust of wind right there. What gets me is our stupid trash container like you know that the trash man comes and with his trash truck and he picks up and dumps out into his trash truck that square thing it didn't it didn't fall over and that thing's hell you can sneeze and that thing falls over mm-hmm. so i don't yeah. know it's just weird it as weird, weird. can be
1: it was weird but no we're we're good uh studying for cdl cdl core cdl permit that's right getting that done we've got that class starting up and yes uh so i'm i'm learning all kinds of new things
0: Are you? Yeah. Tell me what you've learned about studying for a CDL. Uh, Are you learning about air brakes?
1: Air brakes, combination vehicles.
0: Let me ask you a question.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: Regarding air brakes, does it take air to apply the brakes or does it take air to release the brakes? Release. Good job. Good job. So if you lost all your air pressure, what would happen?
1: Your la- your brakes would lock up.
0: That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. You hear a funny I was getting
1: st- ready to say your legs would block up, but it's your brakes would lock
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to hear a funny story. Funny story. So I, I'm I'm not going to mention any names here, but I know of a guy. Uh, watched this happen one time. Mm-hmm. So so the horns that are on these big semis, right? They're air horns. Mm-hmm. You, you pull the thing right above your head there on the left, you know, just like tooting the horn sign. Mm-hmm kids do all the time yeah
1: i used to do that as a kid
0: yeah yeah well that the the air valve is right there so you pull down on it it makes the horn go Uh i know this guy who uh pulled down on that thing air operated horn
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and the valve hung open
1: oh no and the horn wouldn't go off
0: (laughs) and it chewed through all his air to the point where his brakes locked up and he was stuck in the middle of the road.
1: oh no was his horn still going off or did it finally it, fizzle it, out it
0: went off all the way till he ran out of air oh. <laughs> that's funny
1: it's not funny i, so I like, can not
0: imagine kids i'll never forget that but kids probably think i'm a butthole because i don't honk at them whenever i go by in the semi because i always remember that
1: yeah <laughs> do you at least wave
0: oh I always wave you yeah do? of course good, good. so hmm. that that actually happened that's really, really funny. Yeah. and was funny. The guy that was driving that truck, oh, my God. He was mad. Was he? Oh. oh. Cussing. Oh. <laughs> of course, you know, he's in the middle of town.
1: Mm, of Causes course he is. Causes a traffic
0: jam. Of course
1: he is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh boy! Well, um, we haven't prayed in a while. Do you want? Do you want? Yeah, let's let's
0: okay. let's do it. You got one made? I do. Let's yeah. do it. Go for it.
1: Thank you, Jesus. We praise your name in this day and age that we live in. We know every good and perfect thing comes from you. We thank you for these things. We give your name the glory for all of our blessings. We thank you for rain and for a fantastic crop this year. We thank you for the United States of America and our Constitution, and that our rights are God given and that no one can take those away. Thank you for American citizens that are full of boldness and discernment as we walk through this war of good versus evil. Thank you for strength. As we celebrate freedom in our country, may we take the time to have a full understanding of what freedom is and how hard it was fought for. We pray that all all of the lies are exposed and brought to light. Thank you so much for joy, freedom, happiness, and justice. We declare these things over our lives and over our listeners' lives. We love you, Lord. Amen.
0: Amen. We
1: also thank you for uh, Dollar General stores.
0: For Dollar General stores. Well, that's a good thing to. (laughs) Odd thing. What? and what prompted Not an that, odd thing, what, no. what, what prompted that part of the prayer there?
1: When we need something, there is a Dollar General store out in rural America that we can run to instead of having to take an hour drive to Walmart or...
0: That's true. Whatever. That's They're true. there. They are. And ne- they just keep popping up yeah, everywhere. <laughs> they sure do. Yeah. 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 Okay. So... Uh, to add to your prayer a little bit. Yeah. Lord Jesus Christ, thank you so much for the rain. We were needing to rain really, really bad. Please bless those who still need rain. At the same time, please bless those with drier weather who are getting too much rain. Lord, as I've said before, I try not to pray necessarily for rain or against rain. I just pray for enough. I pray that you deliver us all enough, and I pray for the safety of all farmers and oil field workers out in America making this place work. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, anyway, uh, exciting morning this morning. Yeah. So I, I woke up and I went out and I checked crops, you know, since we had these storms yesterday, just to kind of see, not that I could do anything about anything, but mm-hmm. just the farmer in me wants to go out and look at stuff. So I did. And I'm coming back home and um I, th- a wreck must have happened about five minutes after I went past, but a a car had flipped off the road and into the ditch about two mm-hmm. miles south of my house. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting up in the sunroom and Jessica comes up and she's pointing down there and says, where's binoculars? So we look, and sure enough, there's all kinds of uh, first responders, fire department, everybody down there. Uh, so I jumped in my pickup, and I ran down there just to see what was going on, see if they need any help. And sure enough, I mean, there was a – it looked to me like a Ford Ranger, a smaller truck anyway. Uh, somebody got squirrely and ran off the road into about, oh, a four-foot deep ditch. And, I mean, his, his cab was buried at the bottom of that ditch. Mm-hmm. And – The guy's not lucky, I guess, for getting in a wreck, but he has no idea how lucky he is that didn't happen last night because that ditch was brim full of water. It was he and three other or two other people from what I gathered was in the truck. Um, I stayed around and helped get this guy out, uh, get him on the stretcher, and then I left. But um, I tell you what, folks, whenever you're out driving around and it's it's No matter what, when it is, slow down just a little bit. I mean, people burn up this chip and seal road uh, west of my house. They go 70, 80 mile an hour. Well, that's bad enough Mm because it's not a good road. Mm -hmm. But then what's even worse is you have some ditches that, I mean, the deepest parts are probably 10, 12 foot deep. At the shallow ends, it's four foot deep. And when they're full of water, I've told Jess this many times. One of these days, and it hadn't happened yet, but one of these days, One of these vehicles that's going 70 mile an hour down that road is going to lose control and going to end up in one of those ditches when it's full of water. And um, you just slow down just a little bit. I mean, yeah, I I realize we're all in a hurry to get to the places we want to go, but that'll really slow you down there. Mm -hmm. So I always have to remind myself whenever I'm farming and I'm like in a big hurry to uh, when I'm just going down the highway, let's just say I'm going to get parts or something and I want to go 75 I'm just like, just slow it back down to, you know, 58 or 60, because if you get pulled over, that's really going to cost you some time. Mm -hmm. So that's true. I got to always remind myself of that. Are you? Yes. How fast do you generally go on a 55 mile an hour zone?
1: 64.
0: 64. Well, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. What are you looking at on your phone? Nothing. Are you doing some kind of podcast research while we're doing this? Yeah. Oh, okay. What else do you want to talk about? Well, uh,
1: I don't know. A lot happened this week well, in the Supreme Court.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, I have I have that in my stack. The Supreme Court stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's um, America won this week. Donald J. Trump is living on through his Supreme Court. You know, because he appointed what was it? Three or four of the justices. Three of the justices that are on there right now, conservatives, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they are the ones that's uh, striking down some of these unilateral biden mandates that he doesn't have the power to do and uh we'll get into that or unless you want to get into it right now
1: no I think I think that's that's good
0: what's get to it right now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Good. okay well um the the story I got and I, I kind of built off all of it was from just the news.com uh, the headline is Supreme Court strikes at heart of regulatory state with rulings on free speech religion and education and these are some big big cases right here that just got decided would you agree
1: yeah huge
0: so so, um the the beginning of this article says the supreme court took square aim at the regulatory state this term striking down perceived executive overreach and it definitely was in free speech religious freedom education and the economy and sending a warning that politically convenient interpretations of statutory authority and constitutional rights will face heavy scrutiny That included the Biden administration's unilateral cancellation of up to $400 billion in student loan debt and the U.S. Postal Service's refusal to accommodate employees' religious beliefs as it causes any burden. They were all handed down this week that they ruled in favor of the people, not the government.
1: Right, right. And
0: some would argue they didn't. Liberals. But I argue this is America one, and what a, what mm-hmm. a great week for America to win, mm-hmm. right? You know, right. So yeah, a student debt thing. I, I, th- how stupid is it? The government that Joe Biden thinks that like he can just wave just wave a wand and get rid of every kid who signed a piece of paper that says I'm going to borrow this money
1: mm-hmm. and I'm going to pay and it back. I'm
0: going to pay it back. Yeah, and now suddenly it's not fair that they have to pay it back, right? It is not my responsibility. It's not you, any of your responsibility, to pay back a student loan for some kid. And I don't care whether they went to a diesel tech college or whether they borrowed money to go there or whether they borrowed money for a to get a degree in political science or Portuguese bagpipe history. Don't care. Mm-hmm. It's not my responsibility. Mm-mm. You know, the, the idea is you go to college to gain some sort of skill so you're paid better. And yes. in the long run, you pay back your loan and you make more money than what you would have otherwise. Right. That's the idea. Don't know how well that still works right. for many, many things right now, but that's the idea.
1: Mm-hmm. So before I went to grad school, my dad's like, well, how much is it going to cost you to go to grad school? And I said, well, I get an assistantship, so I'm, I'm going to have this paid for me. Uh, and all I have to worry about is the fees, which is like fifteen hundred dollars a semester. That's not much. And he was like, "Well, are you going to be able to make that fifteen hundred dollars back if you were just versus like you're going to give up two years of professional life? How long is it going to take you to make that fifteen hundred dollars back if you weren't working a full salary job? You know, like at thirty or forty thousand dollars a year, starting out of, out of college. Right. And so that's that's why I decided to go to grad school. Cause I'm like, yeah, if I get, get a master's in education, then that's what'll happen. So yeah, which, which brings me to another conversation of affirmative action.
0: Okay. That was one of the other <laughs> things. Mm-hmm. So do
1: you have that headline or the news article? Or anything?
0: Um, uh, the, just the Supreme court decision, uh, bars the use of race as a criteria for college admissions mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. because that's what people were complaining about. Um, Asians namely, right? Is that right? Asians not I mean, not a, lot being... of, a
1: lot of people are talking about the Asian thing. Affirmative action affects everybody.
0: Oh, it absolutely does. But the Asians were the ones that kind of brought this to light and said, hey, we have great grades. We have everything that a college should want mm-hmm. to be admitted into a place, I mean, as high and as big and prestigious as Harvard. Mm-hmm. And they're getting turned away because of some affirmative action clause that says, yeah. "Okay, well, our quotas of, of Asians have been met. We have to go find more whites, or we have to go find more women, or we have to go find more blacks."
1: I think it was the African American community is who they supposed to go find. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I, that's, that's a great ruling. I mean, it's let's admit people to college based on their merits. Mm-hmm. You know how good of a job have you done in high school mm-hmm. to set yourself up to to be admitted into whether it's Harvard or University of Bone Gap? I don't care, whatever. But why in the hell does the the level of melanin in one's skin have anything to do with whether or not they should be admitted into a school? I don't, I don't know. I mean, so have you been affected by this? Affirmative action type stuff. Whenever you were in college,
1: I have been really. What happened? Twice, two times, two times. Okay. So they brought up affirmative action in undergrad once. Um, whenever I, they were they were this professor. She was an adjunct professor or something. Non. Uh, I'm having a hard time with words today. Anyways, she wasn't on the path to stay a professor and get the get the state benefits after she retires. Whatever that line of career path is in a university. Anyways, she started teaching CRT. I was the only one who walked out of that class. I mean, there were it was full of athletes, you know, it was a entry level course, maybe a 101 or a 201 or something like that. And I can't necessarily remember the the college course, but she was teaching critical race theory and What
0: what year was this?
1: Gosh we're talking 11 maybe
0: 2011 yeah so CRT all the way back a then. long time ago okay yeah okay.
1: I say it's a long time ago not too far gone but still like it happened and I I was a big rush listener in college that's when I started really getting listening to him anyways um I was sick to my stomach when this woman was teaching this and it was a white woman. And so I went to the college dean and I said, this is what's happening in this class. It's not okay. Like what, what is this? I'm not paying for this course. And so they were like, well, we'll open up an investigation, whatever. Well, they came back, no investigate, no, no, nothing was wrong. So they signed me up for another course, which is whatever. Well,
0: what was she saying? What was she teaching? Like, like, give me an example.
1: So I remember the the day that I walked out of her class was like the third or fourth maybe session and I remember the things that she was saying, it was making me feel as though I had such privilege in my life, which I didn't. My parents didn't give me anything. Yes, they put a roof over my head, but I worked for everything that I had. I made some stupid decisions before I got in college and then even in college, but my parents didn't say oh here's your silver spoon here's life you know and you have you have money and everything i didn't have i didn't have parents that did that they made me work yeah and so she was she was trying to say and what she did say to the whole course or whole class is um because you are white, just because you are white you need to give everything that you have to anyone else of color
0: Did you look at her and just say, you first? I mean, you say this is a white woman?
1: This this was a white woman. Teaching this. Teaching the course. And I was so taken back. I'm like, who are you and what are you saying? And she continued on. And she wasn't reading out of a book or anything. This was just things that she was spitting out. And she was, I mean, the whole class was dead silent. You could hear a pin drop. And I'm like, wait, what? So after, you know, this is the third or fourth class that I'm in with her... And I look around and everybody's like either staring at their phone, pretending to take notes or just not have, they're not paying attention to what she's saying. I'm like, what is happening? So I can't remember exactly what she said that made me get up and walk out of that class and go straight to the dean's office. In the middle of class. In the middle of class. And I walked out because I'm like, this is BS. I'm not, I'm not sitting here. I'm not paying for this class. I'm not, I'm not doing it, not doing it. So, um, she was just, it was just, it made me feel like I deserved absolutely nothing. I deserved not to be in that class. I deserved to not be accepted to the college to not, you know, and I had paid for my school books. Also, I, t- I took out just small student loans to help me because the deal was if, if I stayed living at home, my mom and dad would pay for my college. Well, I was a rebellious little bit, you know, 18, 19, 20. And I'm like, I can do this on my own.
0: That was stupid.
2: (laughs)
1: That was stupid because then I had to take out student loans. I should have. It would have been cheaper for me to just stay home and abide by my parents' rules, but I didn't. Right. (laughs) So, anyways, and financially, that that hurt me, which is whatever. But my parents did offer that as a deal, and um, so, anyways, I was like, I pay for these books. I'm paying for this. I'm going to be paying for this. Like nobody deserves what I've earned except for me. So I got mad. I got mad. And um, she made me feel guilty just because my skin was white. So this was the first instance. And did
0: did you ever challenge her?
1: No, you uh, didn't. No, I went to the school and they made me feel like I didn't have any. I didn't have a leg to stand on. And they they said that they interviewed multiple students in that class to see what was going on. And I, I was never given anything. Really, I was never given any paperwork saying, "Hey, this was the file that was happened. This was the action that we took as a college to make sure that this wasn't happening in our classroom, anything like that." And I didn't, I didn't have the boldness that I have now. You know, that comes with a little bit more wisdom. Age. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, now. Was this one of those classes where there's only, like, 30 people in it? Or was this one of the ones, like, in one of the big halls where it's 300? No,
1: we're talking 30 to 50 okay. students. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, and by the end of the semester, I'm sure there were about 15, but whatever.
0: Uh, um, About 50, right, <laughs> right. I mean, and I guess all creeds and colors were in this class, yes, right? Yes, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah It's a diverse classroom. Did anybody yeah. agree with her that you noticed what or? Did just nobody pay attention?
1: I, I don't know because I was so, full, you know, athletes, when, <laughs> athletes are a different type of student, right? They're there to get their grade or they're there to just be in their seat, you know, their coaches check attendance or whatever. But I, I don't know that they were necessarily paying, paying attention to anything. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I'm a student and I know that this might, whatever. So that was the first thing that had happened. And they saw it, said that they would have to charge the the teacher with reverse racism, because of what she was teaching. And I'm like, well, that's exactly what it is. And then I, then I'm like, then I hear back and they're like, yeah, no, no found. There was nothing found. Of we course. found nothing. Yeah. Of course. Right. So here's what happened in grad school. I worked as an, as an assistant. I had an assistantship and they pay for your college. They pay for your school, but you pay for your fees and your books, okay? And this is the only way, in my opinion, to go to grad school is for ha- to have them. And it was workforce education. My background is HR, so human resources. There's a lot of psychology classes. I enjoyed it so much. I was offered a job at SIU. I worked for an assistant dean. And... Um, I absolutely loved my bosses. I I worked in an employment center, you know, I I knew where you had relationships with students and then you had relationships with the employers and um you would connect the student with the employer, you know, to to fit the need of the employer and in recent grads. So it was a great, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Here's why I didn't stick around and apply because of affirmative action clauses because I was told Jessica, we know you've got experience before you were in school, during school, and then you've we've got experience working with you. We want you to work here after college, but we will tell you that if, if for some reason, someone of color comes in and applies and doesn't have the experience that you have, we have to hire them.
0: See, so they're, once again... Mm-hmm. they're basing this on the melanin level of your skin, exactly. not the merits of yeah. what you can bring to and the table. And I know
1: people are like, well, we need to make sure that, you know, African-Americans and Asians and, and you know, Middle Easterns have all of the, all of the rights. But I'm going to tell you something. Like, this was detrimental to me. When they told me that, all of the air was out of my sails. Like, you're kidding me. I've got to base my future career on just somebody applying that doesn't have the experience that I do?
0: Well, basically, they're, they're giving you and all your hard work the middle finger.
1: Well, exactly. And it's in its state. It's federal. It, it's all over. You can't get a job if you have the experience based, I mean, based on your merit. Just like you said, you, it's going to get be given to someone who is of color. And just because I'm a white female, it goes against me. Regardless. The female
0: probably helps you a little bit, didn't uh, it?
1: I don't know. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know.
0: You, it's just strictly race nowadays yeah. you think okay well
1: for this for, for right. my instance, yeah, absolutely right. yeah right
0: mm-hmm. no, I, I mean- that was
1: t- that was my experience on affirmative action because how could I these people have an experience they have experience working with me. They see my work ethic, they see how I am, they've interacted with me. So they use me on a trial basis as an assistant. And then they're like, okay, you're good enough. We want to offer you this job afterwards, but we're going to put the stipulation on you. If someone of color who doesn't have the experience, who doesn't have the education that you do, if they apply regardless, Jessica, we have to give the job to them.
0: That is such horse manure.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like that is awful.
1: That's my experience with it. Yeah, And I'm just one person. I mean, anyway.
0: So this is a a college deal, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What, what I find funny about, and it's not funny, just interesting, and you would think these people in these institutes of higher learning, they'd be smarter than the average Joe, mm-hmm. and they'd be able to discern, well, this makes sense and this doesn't. Mm-hmm. This all happened at Southern Illinois University Carbondale, right? Yep. Okay. I wonder if the head football coach of that D1 school picks his team like that.
1: Athletics are a totally different ball game. No pun intended.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but why but yeah. is that, Ryan? Your your idea
1: in sports is yeah. to
0: create a winning team. Put yourself in a position to be as successful as you possibly can. Yeah. That means going out and recruiting anybody, any running back mm-hmm. who in high school last their senior year had two thousand five hundred rushing yards. That's a lot. That's yeah. a whole bunch. Yeah. We want that guy. Right. Don't care if he's black, white, green, yellow. Doesn't matter. Yep. you know that's the way they pick their teams based on merits mm-hmm. i'll be damned if in these same institutions of higher learning the exact same quote-unquote company they don't apply the same thing to find the best team to win when teaching their kids mm-hmm. what a joke and you know i honestly think this is probably a lot of the reason that college admissions are down people are i mean people are wise to this
1: right i think so I think so.
0: You know, people yeah. are people are tired of, of the things like going on where they're going to tell you that a boy can be a girl and a girl can be a boy. I'm not going to pay $50,000 just to, to go listen to yeah, that.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: I'm not going to go pay $50,000 $50, to get an education to try to better my life, but then get told, uh, but we're going to stop right here because even though you got more experience and even though you are better trained, mm-hmm. you're the perfect candidate for this job, but... You're a little too white. Yeah, we got to we got to fill this with a, a person of Asia, Asian Asian mm. descent. Well, and that's or the Muslim thing, like, descent or black or whatever. It's so unfair. It's so
2: stupid.
1: I'm ignorant to what um, this this case was actually brought to the Supreme Court. I'm ignorant of the case and if it was if it was Asian Americans who were like, hey, we we need to be represented more. We, we don't understand why we're getting denied, you know, whatever. I don't understand that, but I, I'm going to tell you something. Affirmative action should have stopped a long time ago because you're not getting the best quality out of, because you're doing it based off of simply you're basing it off of race. That's yeah. it.
0: Exactly. So, exactly. You know
1: what? I would love to hear Russia's input on, on this right now because he called for, he called for affirmative action to be canceled long time a long ago. time ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. I mean, I don't want to see anybody, Any, I don't want to see racism of any sort. Right. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to see just because I'm white that I'm not allowed to have this job because there's a number of black people they have to hire mm-hmm. whenever I'm more qualified and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see somebody not hired to a job just because they're black. That is the most unfair thing. I can't even tell you how much right. that just, that pisses me off. Right. When people are, that is racism. Mm-hmm. There's nothing racist about hiring the white person over the black person when the white person is more qualified. Right. I mean, do do, doc, do I wonder if what, hospitals do what this? Ha-
1: absolutely, oh. they do. What happens is, um, see, the fear. I think it's the fear of someone saying, "Hey, you hired that white person instead of me, and I'm black, and I'm and and that's not right because of affirmative action clauses, and now I can sue you because you." hired that white person and that's exactly what has happened in the past yeah and I mean you don't hear a whole lot about employment law um, for whatever reason they just don't get a whole lot of info you know get a whole lot of news but
0: yeah well that's that, what's happened in the past well the reason I just asked that about a hospital mm-hmm. I mean if you need open heart surgery or you need uh, brain surgery mm-hmm. do, do you want the doctor that based on his merits or her merits whichever is the best at what they do i mean they're the damn best around here and, and the best option you could possibly have mm-hmm. for whatever your situation is do you want the best or do you want the feel good guy where we did a bunch of virtue signaling here and we hired right. this person just because we want to feel inclusive i know who i want i mean you could you could apply that to anything mm-hmm. a, a doctor a pilot well you who know, do you want who do you want to pilot your airplane it's, <sighs> somebody that's really really good or somebody that just pushed through because he's uh, he fit the uh, the description of what they needed to fill for affirmative action. Right.
1: It'll be interesting to see how it, how it affects everybody. I know everybody's up in arms about it, and they're all like, well, this is such a racist. It's so funny because they, they're they not looking at all sides of this. And I know me saying my experience with affirmative action could be somebody could take that out of context and say, well, you're being racist because you're not giving that black person a job. Well, that's not true. That's not I worked true at all. I, I worked hard. I worked hard. Why am? Why would me as a white girl be saying, hey, Jessica, listen, if you have the experience and someone of color applies, you're out. I'm sorry. You're stupid. out.
0: Stupid. Yeah. It's just how is that stupid. not racist? Yeah, how exactly? How so, is that not discrimination? But
1: we're wrong because we're white and we're white privileged and we are the ones who are supposed to have stand white down. Guilt. Yeah, have, have white, white guilt. guilt. Exactly. Is what
0: we're supposed to have.
1: And all it is is critical race theory and they're putting it in... Our their their input they're putting it in our lives to where it affects us on a daily basis and nobody nobody says anything that's just because right. we've got this white privilege because somebody told us that we did yeah which is not true my parents taught us how to be hard workers and how to respect and how to earn anything that we get What? Well, we're not handed it
0: and at the same time also taught us God loves all of us mm-hmm. black white
1: yeah I didn't Hispanic I, I mean. I wasn't raised to see color.
0: I, neither was I. No. No. I'm, and I was raised, Mount Carmel's a white town. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just a very, very small handful of people that's black here. But honestly, I didn't really even notice. Like, yeah. I, I noticed the person. I didn't notice their, their skin color, I, if that makes any sense. Uh-huh. Of course, you and Marion growing up, I mean, you had a whole lot more of a diverse crowd rate, down yeah. there. But, yeah. but I, I don't know. i I tell you what, for my little company here, I, I'll take anybody. You want to work, mm-hmm. have a good attitude, mm-hmm. and, and are legal to work, you know, CDL or whatever, I'll take you.
1: So it's real funny we talk about this because we, when I worked at a bank, I used to have to prove that we were reflective of our communities because of the affirmative action thing. And um, so I would have to pull the demographics from certain websites and show that we hired
0: so if you based, had-
1: on, based on our our population and what we were reflective of our, of our population, which is like 98% white, you know, in all of these little rural areas, yeah, yeah. you know, but um, in, in some areas it was a little bit difficult to, to prove that. But, you know, when you can identify as whatever you want, who really knows what the truth is? I don't know. You know, when you've got, (laughs) I don't know, a one, six, one hundred, one out of, hundred sixty fourth of your blood is Indian. You can identify as Pocahontas, yeah, like Elizabeth uh, Warren. Elizabeth did. Warren, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. She she claims that she's American Indian. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. But she claims because she's 164 And you know, in all of us, you go back far enough. I bet you we've got a little bit of everything, right? I'm just saying we oh, do. Yeah, yeah. I mean. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. And I don't want to be hired or I don't want somebody to, to, to look at me and go, well, you're white, Ryan, but you know what? You got a little bit of uh, French in you and you got a little bit of German in you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make a difference here. If you're a business and you want to reflect your community, well, just be nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe my community is a nice community.
1: I don't believe that our country is made up of tons and tons of racist people. I believe I that know there are not. there are some people who are racist for sure, but I I don't see that in my everyday life. I don't, I've never seen that in my everyday life. If anything, I've seen black people be racist towards me just because I'm white, not because they know me very well. That's I mean that's what I experienced in Marion and in high school, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, but
1: I, it's not like something that. Was a huge deal to me. You just kind of ignore it and go on, right? But you can't talk about it either because you're white.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, you're supposed to. You're supposed to feel guilty.
1: I know that might sound harsh to some people, but it is what it is. Like that. That was my experience. Yeah. Stupid.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. But look at what party in our two party yeah. system. Which party is continually perpetuating this?
1: Mm-hmm. The Democrat party. The Democrat
0: party. Yeah. The Democrats are the ones that's always bitching and moaning about blacks this and reparations that mm-hmm. it's not us that's doing this and it ain't because i don't care about black people right not at all
1: but none of it's the like, black people walking today have been slaves never if anything all never. of us every single american has been slave to the u.s government that's 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 the damn only straight that's the only slavery there are that 300 we have right
0: million now. slaves in america yeah. right now yeah. and they're slaves to about all what 500 people in washington mm-hmm. most of which who don't give a shit about you right You know, yeah, that's we're the slaves, no matter what color we are, Mm -hmm. go out, work hard and we're going to take your money via taxes. And if you don't pay them, we're going to throw you in jail.
1: So I think that I think that this whole thing about riling up, you know, and they'll probably rile up BLM over this, you know, they, they probably will, but it's all based on separating us even more. Well, sure. Let's just separate us even more so that we are not mad at the government who we need to be mad at oh yeah we'll just mad at everybody else people
0: truly responsible for this yes the democrat party yeah Yeah. and and wanting to keep racism alive Mm -hmm. how many times has joe biden said things like uh, white supremacy in the past year right i don't know personally one white supremacist not one i don't even think i've ever met one have you
1: looked in the mirror ryan (laughs) (laughs) that's what they would say
0: oh yeah and and here yeah i'm the white supremacist i'm the guy that just said you know what i would hire anybody if they are qualified to work and want to work and i'd pay them a more than fair wage Mm -hmm. if they want to work Mm -hmm. and are qualified right and most people who want to make money are that way right you know right but unfortunately you here here let's let's want to play a game here who's the lazy ones in america nowadays most of the Americans, mm-hmm. a vast majority of Americans who want to just sit on their dead ass mm-hmm. in mommy's basement or daddy's basement and just collect a government welfare check, not do a damn thing. Why? I mean, why do you think Mexicans are coming here? Because there's work. There's work to be done. Because yeah. we don't want to work anymore. Yeah. Honestly, it's what it is. And kudos to them as long as they do it legally. Mm hmm. Kudos to them. Get up here. I I would hire a Hispanic person in a heartbeat if they needed a job and wanted to work. The language barrier—that's what translate on text messages is for. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, enough of the firm, affirmative action stuff. Yeah. I mean, are you good with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, Julie had emailed and she said that she wanted us to touch touch on that. So that's my viewpoint on it. Um, I think that I think we covered pretty much all of it really but once that came out i'm like well it should have been erased a long time ago but right because this was a long time ago whenever all this happened
0: well getting back to the ruling on student debt Mm -hmm. i I found this very funny john chief justice john roberts wrote in his opinion uh, he quoted nancy pelosi in his opinion yes this is hilarious on july 28th 2021 speaker of the house nancy pelosi said i quote people think that the president of the United States has the power of debt or power for debt forgiveness. He does not End quote. He used her words right back against him. Mm-hmm. I, that, <laughs> I think it's funny. And then, so after this ruling came down uh, from hotair.com headline, Biden to try to ignore student debt ruling after the Supreme court chucked Joe Biden's student loan debt relief plan. Some of you, May have thought that our long national nightmare was over. It turns out that you would have been incorrect. Biden is apparently no long Biden apparently no longer cares what the judicial branch has to say, and once thinks his way or the highway. The president said he will work under the authority of the Higher Education Act to begin a new program that would begin loan repayment but remove the immediate threat of default. The specific specifics of the plan have the specifics of the plan. Also seem vague at best. They're saying some borrowers won't have to make monthly payments. <laughs> Go get a loan. You don't have to make a monthly payment. That's
1: weird.
0: Okay. Doesn't sound much like a loan, does it? No. Sounds like a gift. Uh, others others who do have to make the monthly payment will qualify for a discount to save the money, and there will be an on-ramp for restarting payments to anyone who fails to pay. Uh And if you fail to pay, according to Biden's new plan here, uh, they're not going to report you to uh, credit monitoring agencies. So therefore, it won't (laughs) ding your credit score. You know, this is what Biden is trying to do. If if you default on your loan, that's bad enough. But if you default on your loan, you're not going to get turned into a credit reporting agency. It's not going to ding your credit score. What I want to know, did banks sign up for this part? I mean, did the lenders? Did they? Do they agree with this? Mm, doubt it. I mean, how would you like to be in the business of loaning money right now? Yeah. And the one primary, your one primary risk aversion tool, aka looking at your potential customer's credit score, you're not allowed to use, or it's compromised. I mean, can you imagine trying to loan money now? Mm-mm. Hmm. Hmm. Somebody defaulted for the last three years on their student debt loan, but they walk into the bank and they want a loan on a house. And you don't know they defaulted because Joe Biden made it so that they couldn't turn that into the credit reporting agencies. I mean, that, huh. can you believe this? This he's, Biden is already sticking the middle finger straight up at the Supreme Court. I mean, What does this man not understand about unconstitutional? We're not, the United States is not going to let you wave the magic wand and forgive all this debt and make the taxpayers pay for it. Somebody's going to have to pay for it. And whenever he says the government is going to pay the $400 billion, that's me and you. That's what it is. Okay. That's not the government. The government's me and you. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we are the slaves, as we just said, we mm-hmm. are the taxpayers. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, and then the the other ruling that they had was for free speech, and um. It was about oh, a web designer mm-hmm. who designs web pages for weddings. Am I mm-hmm. right?
1: Uh, for anything, I think. Okay, yeah, designs, yeah.
0: Okay, and she refused service to a gay couple.
1: She was expanding her business to do wedding wedding websites, and she didn't want to. She there. There's a Colorado law, and she was afraid that if she denied people who were getting married that were you know homosexuals. That she disagreed with. She wanted clarification on.
0: Can you get hung? Because yeah, the state yeah. of Colorado has anti discriminatory laws.
1: Yeah, I think they're you, called laws, CARA laws. Yeah, I, I can't remember.
0: Yeah. But anyway, the the Supreme Court ruled in her favor, said if you don't want to offer service to somebody that, you know, goes against your morals, Uh then you don't have to. Right. I I mean, it'd be the same thing as like, let's say she's pro-life and I have no idea. I assume she is, but let's say she's pro-life and then Planned Parenthood came and said, I want you to make a webpage for abortion for us. And she says, no, absolutely not. I will not. Right. She won't get in trouble for that. She
1: wanted to make sure that Colorado could not come after her for doing something that she disagreed with. Right. Through her religious beliefs. Right.
0: Yep. And, and, and another way that people need to remember this, everybody won in this case. This was not anti-LGBTQ. And here's why I say this. Let's say that you are a gay person or a lesbian and you own a business of uh, making web pages. Mm-hmm. This gives you the right to refuse service to straight people. Right. This door swings both ways. Yep. So yep. I, uh, freedom won. And that's all we can ask is freedom to win. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another for, one. I'd, for
1: freedom of speech because it's protected. It's protected yes,
0: speech. Yes. And the Supreme Court just protected it. So that
1: your government, any government, state or federal government cannot tell you what to do. Right. They can't tell you what to do, whether it's in your business or like who you give service to. Right. So that's, exactly.
0: Exactly. There's nothing, I, I don't know. When it goes against every moral that you have, there's nothing discriminatory about that. That's standing with God. And that's what we need to be, that's what you just prayed about, mm-hmm. is to be strong and be courageous and serve God. And that's that's what I. That's what it seems to me like this woman was trying to do, and she's afraid she's going to get in trouble for doing it. Right. So uh, there was a little bit of a freedom of religion thing in there. Did you hear about any of that? The postal service person? Uh, there was an employee at the USPS. Oh, that-
1: we talked about this, didn't we? I don't think we did. Okay.
0: If we did, I don't recall. Okay. There there was an employee at the USPS that refused to work on Sunday because it's a Sabbath. And I, from what I gathered, the post office fired him or tried to fire him. And he said, you can't. This is my freedom of religion here. I get the Sabbath. And, my, and it made it all the way to the Supreme Court. And the, the way the Supreme Court said is uh, this guy – you can fire him if he doesn't work, or if you if he refuses to work on Sunday, you can fire him if you can prove that it was absolutely detrimental to your business that your employee didn't show up. Yeah. But you got to prove that. The, the the burden of proof lays on the business.
1: Employer, yeah.
0: Not the employee. So take that for what it's worth. I mean, I we work every Sunday around here. I got a truck running right now. Mm-hmm. And, and if you
1: didn't have somebody else running, you would be running. Yeah. To, and to and you know what? Running.
0: And the thing is, is I, I've i told all my drivers, I don't, you don't have to work on mm-hmm. Sunday, but I'm going to pay you if you do. Do you want to, do you want money or not? But if they don't work, guess who's got to me. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, I, I work with all my employees all the time. If they need something, I try to be accommodating and, Working on Sundays, whether you like it or not, I mean that's part of it. Oil needs to be produced every single day of the year because oil is burned every single day of the year, and mm-hmm. it goes for farming too. I mean, it, I'll give you a week off in the in the middle of winter. You know when we're not harvesting or mm-hmm. planting, mm-hmm. Uh, just hang in there with me for seven days in a row right now. So,
1: yeah, you remember um, the Colorado case about the cake.
0: Yeah. There was a Baker. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he won. And then, and then they took him back to court in Colorado. Like he won a Supreme court case and they took him back to court and he lost in Colorado. So I assume that that one's going to go to the Supreme court at some point in time. Um, Or maybe not. They may, they may say, well, based off of this other Colorado ruling, um, or this case that came out of Colorado to the Supreme court, they may just say, Hey, you got nothing. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because he won at the Supreme Court level, and then he lost at the Colorado level.
0: So. And you know what's so devastating stupid. about all this? Like the guy that, that's making these cakes and refusing the, to serve the gay people mm-hmm. or gay couples or, or the web designer.
1: It was a gender transition, celebrating a gender transition. A
0: gender transition. Okay. Yeah. So. But the pathetic thing about this is this person has the right to serve whoever he wants.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If he did not want to serve Republicans, he doesn't have to. Yeah. What's pathetic though is it probably has ran him financially into the wall trying to defend himself.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. You yeah, know? unless somebody took it on pro. Yeah. I So so then there's a picture that is going through Twitter right now like uh, hotcakes. It's okay. just going going wildfire. Um there's two pieces of paper posted on this business. I do not know what this business is. Okay? Here's what it reads. Since the Supreme Court had ruled that business can discriminate, no sales to Trump supporters. The next page says, we only sell to churches that fly a pride flag.
0: Okay, cool. Congratulations. You can do it. Just like Bud Light could do exactly what they did. Now, mm-hmm. don't bitch to me whenever you suffer the consequences of whatever action that you're doing here. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations! If you don't want to serve me because I'm MAGA, don't. You think? I mean, you're not the only game in town. No matter what product you offer, right? So,
1: right, go for it. Very interesting. <laughs> See how that one goes. And I don't know what kind of business that is or what they sell.
0: Yeah, but,
1: yeah. Universalism is not. I mean, it's a real religion. It means that everybody's going to heaven no matter what, and I don't. That's not true. It's not what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't stand with that.
0: <clears throat> yep. You know, we do California updates, and we do New York updates, and I've had people tell me, as I've told you guys before, that uh, it's real funny. You guys live in Illinois, and you sit here are slamming New York and California, <laughs> and I mean, it's, there's a lot of truth to that, I, I right. admit, and I wish I could find an Illinois update song, Okay. and I was kind of looking for one, and the two minutes before we started recording, I, uh-huh. I couldn't find one. And Dang. I, we need one because I, I have an Illinois update right now.
1: Let me know. You ready? this is, yeah.
0: From justthenews.com. Illinois governor, that'd be Donut Pritzker. J.B. Pritzker. Yeah. Illinois governor signs measure allowing non-citizens to get standard driver's licenses. So now, if you're an illegal, you can even get a driver's license in Illinois. Yeah. <sighs>
1: But of, they can't get the real ID, you know, the one with the gold star.
0: Yeah. Huh. Of more than 150 bills signed by Governor Donut Pritzker Friday, one allows undocumented immigrants in Illinois to get a standard driver's license like citizens can get. Quote, this legislation is a significant step in eliminating the barriers to opportunity that many undocumented immigrants, that's illegals, face, Donut said. We're ensuring every eligible individual can obtain a driver's license, making our roads safer, de- decreasing stigma, and creating more equitable systems for all. Making our roads safer. I guess you. Ha- he figures that now these illegals, instead of just driving illegally, they're they're going to take the classes, the rules of the road class, to legally get a driver's license. I mm. guess is his mentality here. I don't know.
1: Hmm.
0: what is bullshit about this is they're using the roads that i built i that's true built them mm. with my tax dollars with your tax dollars if you're of the alian descent here your tax dollar they get to use it for free and it's bullshit and as for a decreasing stigma what does that mean what does decreasing stigma mean? I don't know what st- what stigma he's talking about of being an illegal. I- I'm I'm just I'm wondering, and creating more equitable systems. There's that word. Everything's got to be equal. Equal. Don't worry about the merits of anything. The merits of being a legal citizen. It's just got to be equal. So, yeah, I'll tell you what. I am so close to go and buying a mobile home or a shack in the hills of Tennessee just for the mailbox. And then I will become an undocumented resident of Illinois because I can't move my farm ground. Right. So I'll just be an undocumented resident here, but maybe just a legal resident of Tennessee. Just what a bunch of crap.
1: I still contend that they're bringing all of these illegals in to increase the population of Illinois, show that we've actually grown when it's only illegals. (laughs) Yeah, so many and people, not losing people Because we have a mass a exodus yeah. out of Illinois right now. Yep, like exactly. crazy, and these people aren't paying taxes, so you yep. know where that's coming from.
0: Yep, exactly. Yuck. Uh, I, I saw a blurb here just the other day, and I, it's definitely worth the program here. Uh, Epoch News. Uh, Disney-owned ESPN's, ESPN announces major shakeup. Did you hear about this? They're firing all kinds of people. No, no. Yeah.
1: Disney is? No, or ESPN,
0: ESPN is. Okay. D- Disney owns ESPN. Uh, okay. Okay. okay just keep that in yeah, mind. Gotcha. Keep that in mind. Okay. ESPN announced Friday that it will part ways with some of its on-air personalities and a bid to cut costs, with some reports indicating that well-known sports personalities are among those departing the Disney-owned channel. Given the current environment, ESPN has determined it is necessary to identify some additional cost savings in the area of public-facing commentator salaries, and that process has begun. So, I've I've read about some of the names that are going to get the shaft here and getting kicked off the air. I mean, one of them was Susie Culver, I think. Um, I don't know who that is. She's a, she's been on there forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not a new name. Mm. Uh, like some of your NFL people, like Steve Young, Keyshawn Johnson. Some of your Sunday NFL ticket or not ticket guys, but some of your NFL programs, they're gone. But I just find it funny, and I bet you, I bet you, these dumbasses still don't have any idea why this is happening. I'm serious. I know. I bet you see like right there, they tried to blame it on their pay on public facing commentator salaries. You're trying to blame it on salaries or paying people. Well, who pays the salaries? The people who watch their programs, right? Right. And they're losing viewers left and right. Why do you ever step back and go, well, why are we losing Mm -hmm. customers? Mm -hmm. Here? I'm going to give them uh, number one. Your parent company is Disney. Look what they've done to themselves here in the past year. ESPN. I mean, this is the, this is the broadcast network that named Leah Thomas Woman Athlete of the Year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, four or five <laughs> years ago, or probably longer mm. than that now, they named Bruce Jenner, well, Caitlyn, then Woman of the Year, Woman Athlete of the Year, or uh, not, or most courageous or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't athlete of the year. It was like yeah, a, a, some courage award to Bruce Jenner. I mean, this is this is the network that sided with Colin Kaepernick as he was giving the middle finger to our American flag. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't stand up for America. And, and now it's like every time you turn on SportsCenter, they've always got to put the left leaning media mm-hmm. and, and people are just tired of it. I mean, they they totally forgot about who their customers are yeah. and why their customers are there. Right. We're not there because we got to eat. We're not there because, you know, we have to have it. We're mm-hmm. there for the pleasure and enjoyment mm-hmm. of watching people who are way ta- way more talented in these specific areas than we are, be it football quarterbacks, people who can smash a grand slam, pitch a 105-mile-an-hour fastball. I mean, we watch sports to be entertained. We watch sports to get away from all this woke shit. Mm-hmm. We watch sports to get away from Leah Thomas and and the drama and the controversy that is. And, you know, I... I stopped watching Cardinals baseball for an entire year during COVID because every single game that I would turn on, they had BLM on the pitcher's mound. Right, and I was right. sick of it. I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't tune in to see who you're supporting. You know, I, I don't listen to a certain artist because of he he likes Donald Trump or whether he hates Joe Biden or likes Joe. Biden. I don't. That's not why I listen to your music. Mm-hmm. Luke Combs, liberal. He likes Biden. I, He's a liberal? He is. But I like his music and I listen to his music. And if he comes out with a good song, I'll purchase his music because I don't yeah. support him yeah. because of what he thinks. I support him for the talent he contributes that makes my life just a little bit better.
1: Yeah, That's the only damn enjoy, reason. Yeah. You enjoy the product he puts out. Exactly. I
0: get it. Exactly.
1: I didn't know he was liberal.
0: Yeah. I don't know how big of a liberal he is, I, I obviously there, and obviously, it doesn't I don't. matter. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I mean, same with like Garth, Garth Brooks the yeah. other day, and and He's is liberal calling people who boycotted Bud Light's assholes. Cool, you're allowed to think that. Did you
1: hear that Bud Light came out and and gave a response to because because Dylan Mulvaney gave this put out a TikTok. Did you hear about it?
0: Yeah, you showed me that TikTok that Dylan Mulvaney said. Yeah, kind of like pissed that bud light shied away from him after yeah. all this controversy what the hell did you expect you moron and he's
1: like this this uh can should be locked up in a bud light or a uh, bulletproof safe in a museum at some point in time i i don't think so sir
0: no, no nobody cares so. that much yeah nobody cares that much
1: it's creepy it's weird it's not normal for little girls no for girls to act the way that he's acting it's it's weird
0: yeah no Absolutely. that's not real life Right. What
1: he's saying is not real life.
0: But, so. I mean, ESPN's just, they're doing all the shit. I mean, if I wanted to watch the news, I'd go to Fox News. I'd go to CNN, MSNBC. Plenty of other places I can get sure. all this crap that now seems to, ESPN's tried to just let infiltrate sports. Mm-hmm. And it's not just ESPN. ESPN, I'm sure, it didn't have anything to do with uh, BLM being on the pitcher's mound uh, at Bush Stadium three or four years ago. And it was on every single every single uh, pitcher's mound in the United States, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what game you watched the MLB obviously had something, to, but you, you're turning us off. The only reason we watch is to get away from this crap. And here you You just, you just can't do it. You, everybody's got to be a social justice warrior. And, and nowadays the ESG scores and everything like that, your environmental social, what is it? Environmental social grade ESG
1: something like that. Oh, environmental environment.
0: social governance is governance. what it is. God. score. And basically that's where you you get points for promoting people like Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah. And the more the, the higher your ESG score is, supposedly the more the better standing you're going to be in America and with other big businesses. Yep. And
1: and that's something. Well, we
0: just had a run-in, not a run-in necessarily, with that with Countrymark who buys all of my oil. And uh, they have some of their own production, and and they need tank trucks and services from other people every once in a while. And what was it they wanted to sign us up? Uh, we needed to sign up through this company in so order to be be able a, to work for them.
1: A few years ago, before before COVID happened, they did this with uh, Veriforce, the company called Veriforce, and they're like some safety. They make sure that your company is doing everything to stay safe. So they make you take courses. They make you take drug tests. They make you make sure that you're in compliance with all these different things. Right. And so this new company. They're trying to
0: mitigate risk is what they're doing. Yeah. Which Hey, if that's what you think you need to do and you want us to do that, either we're going to do it or we're not. Yeah, we talked about
1: this briefly the other day because I said, well, I looked into this company and it's, it's a BlackRock owned company. And, um, not
0: Veriforce, but the,
1: but IBN, I believe is yeah, whatever name? the company's mm-hmm.
0: name is that or country Mark sent us paperwork saying, yes. if you want to continue to work for us, you need to sign up and take these courses or whatever. And then you
1: you need to submit all of these forms. And it was your environmental health safety form. It was your, um, ESG forms. It was, uh, some other kind of eco, it was all, anyway, they pull up the website. It's nothing but like solar panels and wind wind farms.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's I mean, what oil and gas people have to sign up for to contract with Country Mark.
0: To, to run our tank trucks on their property. Yes. To, if we had a rig and we wanted to go work for Country Mark, we have to be signed up for all this crap.
1: Just made me really, I was really confused. And that's why I looked up the owner of that company. Well, the only outside owner that they have is BlackRock.
0: And BlackRock has said death to oil multiple times. Yes. Death to the fossil fuel industry.
1: Yeah. So but, isn't you know, it funny? The CEO of, of BlackRock came out last week and said, I'm no longer going to be using ESG, because the the term ESG, because it's gotten such bad publicity.
0: It deserves <laughs> it. <laughs> not, it absolutely I'll, deserves I'll, it. Oh,
1: yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying they're going to use some other term.
0: No, I just... I, <laughs> I, I cannot believe just in little Southern Illinois, Southern yeah. Indiana,
1: small, potatoes small company, oil producers,
0: small, a small company like country Mar- I mean, they're uh-huh. big for the area, but they're in the grand scheme of things. They're not a big company.
1: It's not like shell.
0: No, they own a refinery. They have some of their own oil production. And I don't even think that those two businesses are exactly the same, mm-hmm. running the same name somewhat or whatever, but anyway, why are you getting involved with this? BlackRock wants to shut you down. Mm-hmm. BlackRock owns the company that you're saying that I have to register. No. Yeah. Get out of here. I'm not going to do it. And if I if I lose your business, I lose your business.
1: So on so in my brain, and I know how boards work, boards had to approve this. So I'm like, who on that board is not smart? I bet you every single board member didn't know that BlackRock is the owner of this company. I
0: don't know that I'd say not smart, just ignorant. Ignorant of ignorant this, to this in particular. Yeah.
1: But like boards just are told, they're kind of like lobbyists. Somebody's came to them, dropped a seed in their ear and said, yeah, this is a good idea for our company to go. This is, this is the direction yeah. that we need to go because so-and-so and yeah. I trust them. And they told me, and this is what I want you guys to look at. This is what we need. I mean, this. And nobody does any other research because they've taken that one person's word.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable. ESG scores Mm -hmm. here in Southern Illinois. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the shit that you'd think that like Citibank and some of these mega companies, Ford and things like that, you know, they're falling for all this crap, but not local home. It's happening here. And, And well, I can guarantee you. If I did sign up, you will not catch me having somebody like Dylan Mulvaney advertising my tank truck service and mm-hmm. how good it is. No way. I, just so that I can get a higher ESG score to maybe score some more business down the road? No. I'm not going to compromise my morals to make money. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do that. And it's just it just, it's pathetic. Mm-hmm. It, it's just pathetic. And I actually... Nah, I'll leave that out. Okay. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna say it. So
1: what other news stories do you have? Uh, that's
0: basically it for today. Really? Yeah, I, did, I mean oh. it's a holiday weekend. I'm thinking about doing the exact same thing that everybody else is thinking about Just doing, you know, cooking out, expressing and having fun. some
1: freedom. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, do you have, real quick, Yeah a fauci song for me?
2: Guess who's back. Back this
1: one? Back. Yep.
2: Back <laughs> Fauci's back,
0: Fauci's back,
2: <laughs> Fauci's
0: back. That's right, you bunch of potlickers. <laughs> it sounds like Jessica has a Fauci update. What do you got?
1: Mm, well, I will tell you that I've been following pretty closely the select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic on Twitter. Okay. And they've been posting quite a bit here recently. So I find it very interesting because uh, Congress isn't in session right now or anything, but they've got this. Okay. I'll read the headline. Okay. Fauci advisor hid emails from FOIA requests by using personal accounts. So then, oh. so now they've FOIA'd the Gmail account. And they're finding out more information. But they're saying this guy is like <laughs> saying, uh, I never use my NIH web, nothing through the email at NIH because it's all FOIAed. And this is the Gmail account that I want you to use.
0: So we can keep everything... Uh, we can keep our correspondence quiet and secret. Aha. Yeah. hmm uh-huh.
1: mm-hmm. To discuss the COVID origin. So now they're having to go into their the Gmail account. Wow. So, mm-hmm. Um, and then they've just recently posted this in the last few days that Dr. Fauci is accused of downplaying the lab leak theory, and here's why. And so they go into all of these emails and... It says, Dr. Fauci, ally, reveals a potential violation of federal record-keeping laws. And then it says, get your popcorn ready. They've got a whole thread. They just posted it two days ago. So I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) Fauci's getting ready to get back into the news. And he's nowhere
0: to be found, of course. I just read an article that he's got a job teaching at Georgetown now. Does he? I just read that this past week. (laughs) He's going to be a professor at Georgetown University, keeping him right there in Washington, D.C. Huh. You know, can't he doesn't want to get away from the action too far?
1: No, but he's
0: made, he's made too much money off the federal government.
1: Yeah. On another note, here's another. I'll leave you with this. Did you hear that Trump has a rally in? He had a rally in South Carolina.
0: Yeah, uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you know who was at that rally? I do not. Well, he had a guest on stage. Really. Mm-hmm. Before he came up.
0: Oh, I heard the. Uh, I heard the. Um, oh, who was the choir that got that? Uh, kicked off of singing the national anthem oh the,
1: yeah yeah they were there they were yep. there before mm-hmm. he
0: showed up and sang mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah listen to this soundbite it's about two minutes long okay okay just listen and i want to get your i want to get your your opinion okay on it okay?
0: all right go ahead and her lindsey graham
3: Just wait. Welcome to Pickens. Thank y'all for coming. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank (laughs) y'all. Thank you all for coming. Thank you very, very much. Thank you, thank you. Thanks a bunch. Well, Well, you want to find something in common? (laughs) All right. Thank you all. Thank you all very much. It's almost over. Welcome to Pickens County. A little bit about this county. Just calm down for a second. I think you'll like this. Pickens County has more Medal of Honor winners per capita than any place in the nation. I was born in this county. I live 15 miles down the road. This is a place where people pay the taxes, fight the wars, and tell you what they believe. How many of you believe That Donald Trump was a great president.
0: He turned that around. So let
3: me tell you a little bit about me and President Trump. What happened? (laughs) I found common ground with President Trump. It took a while to get... Like, what do you think about that? (laughs) You know what I
0: think? That happened yesterday, Saturday. Okay, so here's what I think. Instantly, my brain goes back to the old Southwest airline commercials. Uh-huh. okay and i'm just it's just one phrase want to get away
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> if i was lindsey graham that's what i'd have been thinking yeah i want to get away
1: can you imagine like be, those are your people
0: that, yeah i mean this is lindsey graham's state yeah and that's how much they he's like him. done well
1: he's done that's
0: anecdotal what you just heard was all anecdotal i mean There's no guarantee, but yeah, it doesn't sound like he's got a whole lot of support.
1: So, a lot of people are questioning why Trump would even have him on a stadium, on the stage, at a podium, I in there. I do not
0: know. Why would he? I wouldn't, because I'm not a fan of Lindsey Graham, but...
1: Let me pose this. Would it be to humiliate him? To show people, like, we're done with this crap?
0: Uh... No, don't know. You don't think surely so? Surely not. Surely not. As big a problem as what America has right now, in my opinion, we don't we don't have time. Our side doesn't need to be doing I mean, shit like trying intentionally to humiliate people. Uh, for for the simple fact that by the booze you just heard for all these people, Yeah. Trump doesn't need to try to do it further. He's already Graham has already humiliated himself. Uh huh. He's he's obviously not very popular right there amongst that crowd. You don't think that Trump's people know this? Of course I do, but I don't think that they would purposely do this to try to humiliate him more. Hmm. I, I don't I don't think so. Okay. And if they do, that's I don't know. In my opinion, kind of petty.
1: Uh-huh. Well, we got, I mean, we got bigger Donald things J. Trump to worry has he's had a tendency to be petty in the past.
0: Well, uh, that's I mean, true. I mean, he is so, he is the troller in chief. Lots of times,
1: people that betray him. I I mean, he gets pretty he gets pretty solid with him. You know, it's
0: yeah. I don't know.
1: And maybe he just wanted to. Maybe Lindsay went out there and begged to be on the stage. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So anyway, I, don't know I wanted either. to leave you with that because that to me it tells me that Americans see. Everything that is happening, and all of these people who are rhinos, and all of these people who act like they've got the our best interest at heart, and they don't. Yeah, they say one thing to our faces and then go and do something else. Yep, behind the scenes or whatever. Like I, I feel like this was a prime example of American people. American people having their eyes open. They know what's going on. They know who's with us and who's not. And uh,
0: yeah. I don't know. A lot to be said about that. Yeah. And I mean, I I, I think the awakening is still happening.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. I
0: I mean, I I really do. I I think a lot of people see through all the BS that's going on. I mean, just look at how much has been uh, reported on the past week about Hunter and Joe and (laughs) what's true, what's truly coming out about their relationships with all these other countries. Right. And the briberies mm-hmm. and 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 the getting get actual money getting paid off mm-hmm. by these other companies, it's like Barisma mm-hmm. and Hunter, and he has no getting no six, oil and gas background. Six
1: figures a month, six figures a
0: month for just sitting on a board. I, that he he knows nothing about the industry. It, it's just I don't know. I I I just I hope I hope like hell that that the awakening is still happening mm-hmm. it has to be i really do
1: i think it is i just don't think that any of the media the the mainstream anybody well i think they're going downhill but they're just not reporting it so yeah. it takes people just to get the word out a little bit you know
0: Yep. Yep. so
1: are we gonna head to the lake
0: i we're gonna do a, do something we're gonna get Come, some sun yeah yeah it's hard to get sunshine whenever it's either cloudy and raining or the canadian wildfire smoke <laughs> That was just bad. incredible. That what did, Didn't week. you say you saw a TikTok about some conspiracy regarding the <laughs> wildfire smoke? Oh, this is going to lead in. We're not done yet, folks. I got another story to tell oh,
1: you. Oh man, you're going to tell it.
0: <laughs> but what was that TikTok? <laughs> not Canadian wildfire smoke. All this haze is caused from?
1: They said that there is a lithium battery plant in Quebec or Quebec. American pronounce That's burning
0: it. and they can't Quebec, put it yeah. out and that's yes. what's causing all the smoke
1: yeah <laughs> there's a lot of theories just, on tiktok that's
0: just a tiktok but. it's just
1: a tiktok but i will tell you it smelled like campfire here yeah. for like two days yeah yep
0: yeah i mean it would yeah i could not believe it on wednesday it kind it almost of almost choked yeah for for about 10 minutes it sounded like you know you were standing right beside a campfire with a smoke blowing in your face Smelt like it yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and i mean it kind of burned the back of your 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 throat and everything mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. yeah it is really weird and so hazy i mean the visibility is probably down to one or two miles
1: yeah it was it's bad just incredible how many days three days two two, two days? or
0: three days yeah the last day was the worst yeah but yes yeah, yeah it really weird uh i heard another conspiracy theory that this past week <laughs> And I just heard this. I have nothing to do with it. I'm just going to deliver it to you guys as, as I heard it. So back in March, uh, there's a town just north of us here in Illinois. It's called Robinson, Illinois, and there was a tornado that went through there um, in March, and it was a bad deal and and it took out you know a lot of a lot of homes and some businesses and things like that. But there's a large I shouldn't say large. There is a decent sized oil refinery in Robinson. And the tornado missed it. It just barely went south of it. And, I mean, I can't imagine what that would have done if the tornado would have ripped right through the middle of the refinery. Can't imagine that would have been good at all. Um, But I heard a conspiracy theory that uh, the the people in Robinson and Crawford County up there are being very, very tight-lipped about this. Hmm. That uh, they shot off flares right as that tornado was moving in to steer it away from the refinery and hmm. so i guess now you can shoot off flares to steer tornadoes and everybody's being real real <laughs> hush hush about it nobody's talking this I guess, sounds
1: so bizarre i guess
0: this person said yeah I, I saw him go up you should have seen the sky light up when it did i mean i'm sitting here thinking it went through a substation, electrical substation of course there's going to be it's going to look like flares going up in the air. It's going to look like fireworks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, just, I wonder if this guy, this guy or girl, I won't tell you, uh, wonders uh, if, if contrails have something to do with rain. And... You know,
1: there are a lot of people who are bought into the whole harp system, which is H A R R P. and that has something to do with controlling the weather and so stupid. wind and rain and so clouds stupid. everything. They think, they think we live in a dome, and people are laughing right now. I can hear them laughing right oh, now. Yeah, like, Jessica, yeah. it's true, it's true.
0: Oh, but well, I, as big as this I'm audience is, I, as big as this audience is, I bet you there's a few people that's probably out there going, "You're laughing," but I really think there are some certain <laughs> things like flares <laughs> or something they can do to steer a thunderstorm,
1: steer steer like, the tornado. What? What? The tornadoes yeah. have been happening for years with no direct path. <laughs> they change their path, you know. Uh, if you, in a moment's notice. I'll tell you what,
0: if these <laughs> flares can steer it, why don't you shoot some more up and just stop it? <laughs> just let it spin in one spot until it spins itself out and then just be done.
1: Yeah. What? That's <laughs> stupid. Could you imagine?
0: Uh, No. So Paw Patrol
1: it does it. I mean, they, there was, yeah. The, Paw Patrol. The mayor thinks that you can stop the rain and all kinds of stuff. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. That's on the one of the movies that I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting. So, if Paw Patrol is doing it, there might be some truth. Okay. Legitimacy well, to it. Paw Patrol. You know, they tell us what they're doing beforehand, and it might be in a cartoon.
0: That is what our program beforehand. has come down to, is yeah. believing what's on Paw Patrol.
1: Well, I'm just saying.
0: Want to get Alden in here for a comment? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you have any comments, sir? He'll say no, but Mayor Humdinger, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, which we don't like, Mayor Humdinger. So, well, no, well, that's a good one. That's a that's a good one. I have you know another one in another a while.
0: F- another fun comment or conversation we had last night with Cohen and one of his buddies. It was over mm. things that we did
1: as, as kids, kids
0: that he will have no idea. And about. young
1: adults, yeah.
0: And we were talking about telephones. And then corded telephones that hung on the wall. Yeah. And you could only walk away from it as far as the cord would go.
1: And having to call your boyfriend or girlfriend. And, and praying
0: they picked up and not and mom or dad. The, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then how you make plans with your friends, like on Friday before you leave school, to yeah. meet up on Saturday at some location. Yeah, because you know.
0: we didn't, and there's no such thing as cell phones back then, so yeah. it's not like you could just text or Snapchat somebody mm-hmm. and tell them, hey, what are you doing here in 10 minutes? It just, it didn't work like that. Like, you right. left school and went, hey, you going up to the parking lot on Main Street there at 7 o'clock to tomorrow night and we'll uh-huh. hang out? Hey, yeah, I'll be there. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, whenever I was in high school, the closest thing we had to cell phones, this is really stupid and really kind of funny, <laughs> although a lot it's of really people, funny. a lot of people in small towns are probably like, yeah, we did that too. Yeah. Me and all my friends got CB radios. So you could chat put them in our vehicles. So like, yeah. And I, I forget what channel it was. We was kind of designated as our channel, but you know, you'd get to town and you know, you just get on whatever channel I was. You see if any of your buddies are out. Where are you at? Oh, I'm over here by the college. Hey, come on down to talk Tierra. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we used to do stuff like that. It didn't last long, but I mean, that's,
1: yeah. But no, even hanging out in the parking lots in Marion, it was such a big area. Like you guys would drive downtown, flash your lights, or that—that's what Cody was saying. He would flash his lights, and that meant that you went to a certain particular parking spot, and and you went and met up there in Marion. If you saw somebody you knew, you just kind of pulled over in whatever parking spot you were at, right? So,
0: it's just kids don't do that nowadays. If you
1: were with the if you were with the Hicks, you went to the Royal King parking lot on Route Thirteen. And if you were with a cool kids, you went to TNC, town and country parking
0: lot. Really? Mm-hmm. So there was socioeconomic status associated with which parking lot you <laughs> hung out
1: with. <like. laughs> yeah. Yeah, because all the rednecks didn't want to go to the TNC one, you know. They had the cattle panels there that they needed to buy. Oh, for- okay. <laughs> I guess I just hung out afterwards. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Oh, boy. What a fun time. Man. What a different time. The kids have no idea how much fun you'd get. I mean, that we would have, you know. Right. And when you had freedom, you actually had freedom. Another thing that just blows my mind is that these boys and girls that have Snapchat on their phone, they share their location with their significant other.
0: Yeah. A boyfriend and a girlfriend. You were saying that last night. That is crazy
1: night. to me. That is. That is nuts. That is. Could you imagine in high school, your girlfriend having your location
0: at all times? I can't handle you. Having, you're my wife. Yeah. And a lots of times I'm just like, man, I just this is really stupid because what if i just want to take the long way home from the farm go look at a couple i don't crops, chase your uh, no, location you don't, you don't but just the fact that like
1: I, the reason i have location services turns on i told your sister one of your sisters wanted this Wanted. i don't use it unless it's harvest or planting season you're like i'm in the 30 40 50 row down here by the power lines it's the indian field and i'm like
0: where the hell's that <sighs> What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's
1: the forty behind old Grandpa seventy Smiths. <laughs> like for real. Like okay, who's, fair who enough. is Grandpa Smith who hasn't been living for hundred and twenty years and the seventy across the street? What are you talking yeah, about?
0: By that old oak tree, we cut down 30 years ago (laughs)
1: that you probably don't even remember stood there (laughs) like what and i wasn't i was definitely not around so no anytime i use the location services is to find out exactly which field you're at whenever i need to find you
0: that's it you know you you do make a great point though i mean can you think a 16 17 18 year olds uh snapchat location services turned on a guy and a girl are dating Uh i mean this is where like psycho psycho shit yeah like well i see you just left home where are you going mom told me to go home go to the store and get some milk yeah are you sure that's the only place you're going i mean i could just see immature thoughts and immature immature conversations and stupid ass fights that's completely and totally unnecessary starting like why are
1: these kids even doing this exactly
0: like it, was, exactly. it wasn't
1: even a thought in our brain. No, where our our significant no. other was in high school or even in college. Like if they say they're at work, they're at work, and by all by all means, they're at work. I'm yeah. at work. Whatever.
0: Right. Right.
1: I've hey, got my own life. They've got their own life. Like we're.
0: And you know, talking about corded corded phones like we grew up with. Yeah. You know, land lines. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. You couldn't have total privacy on there either because mom or dad in the other room, if they were real sneaky, could pick up the phone very quietly and listen to everything you Mm -hmm. and whoever you were talking to were saying,
1: Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. So yeah,
0: can't do that with these wireless phones anymore, you know?
1: And that's crazy. Yeah. To not like I, uh, I'm against it.
0: Well, I follow a guy on TikTok named Killer B Tactical uh-huh and i've seen
1: some of his stuff yeah. he's, a,
0: he's a good dude he's a real good dude but he's uh, seen
1: a few things so he knows a few things yeah
0: exactly yeah. he's former law enforcement and everything mm-hmm. he hates snapchat mm-hmm. hates it for kids just absolutely he's like this is how kids end up getting in big trouble and getting hurt mm. you know because they can just hide anything and everything
1: yeah that's nuts so i don't like it i'm not a fan of it
0: yeah. It's I not use, good. It's I not healthy. I've got Snapchat. I just don't hardly ever use I don't even hardly ever open it up.
1: I downloaded it in college, and there were people. That's when streaks started being really, you know, we would take pictures of us walking or whatever just to keep a streak going, which meant absolutely nothing to me. Nothing. Yeah. But it was still something that happened. But it was, and now I, don't, I barely use it. Yeah. I hardly ever use it.
0: Right. I, I don't hardly either.
1: Yeah. Unless I am doing something that I think about opening up Snapchat, I pfft, I don't care, right? But for kids, no, mm-mm, it doesn't need to be right. happening. They hide. This is how you sneaky things happen.
0: Yep. Well, let's uh, okay. let's go do what our founding fathers wanted us to do:
1: celebrate freedom
0: on this weekend on on July Fourth. Let's let's go do exact. I'm a, I want I want to read something real quick. Okay. That one of our founding fathers wrote. John Adams wrote to his wife, Abigail, the second day of July, 1776 will be the most memorable epoch in the history of America. I am apt to believe that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the great anniversary festival. It ought to be commemorated as the day of deliverance by solemn acts of devotion to God Almighty. It ought to be solemnized with pomp and parade with shows, games, sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other from this time forward forevermore. Mm. We celebrate 4th of July, 200 and what, almost 50 years later, mm-hmm. exactly as he wanted us to do it with parades, with illuminations, shows, games, sports, guns. You know, we do, ex- I mean, we're carrying on what he wanted. One of our founding fathers, but the thing I like the most about it, he God almighty. This is all from God. This, this land is the, no matter what grievances we have, no matter how much you can listen to this program and, and get upset about some of the stories that we say, or some of our opinions, this is the greatest country on the face of the earth. There's no place else to go. This is it. This is it. If we lose freedom here, it's over. There's no place to run, so that's why people like Jess and I and you guys, we we fight for it, and and sometimes it's not popular. Sometimes you almost get yourself in trouble fighting for it, but we don't care. We love this place, love it. I love the fact that we have a podcast that we can get on there. Freedom of speech. You can do the same thing mm-hmm. and just blurt out what you have to say. Make people laugh. Share your opinions. I love the fact that I can I can go to church on Sunday and I don't have to worry about sneaking around at church, right. sneaking to church and sneaking home, Yep, worshiping in the closet. Don't have to do it. I can be straight out in the open. Mm-hmm. I have the freedom to do that. Just like you do. This is just the greatest place ever on the face of the earth. It's afforded me so many opportunities that so many people died for. And I just want us all to remember that, but that, I mean, as we remember it, do what John Adams said, celebrate, mm-hmm. go out with a bang here. Okay. Every 4th of July, So go out, find your friends, drink some beers with them, go out on the lake, go swimming, cook out, do all the stuff that's fun. This is still Songs of Summer, right? Right. Jessica picked this one. She was out pulling weeds in the landscaping the other day with her Bluetooth on, and this song came on from 1993. (laughs) It's a really, really good one. Brooks and Dunn. Leah Thomas is still a boy. You were born an American. Don't forget to be one. Jesus
2: Christ is our savior. We'll see you next week. Happy Fourth. I'm a hard-working man. I wear a steel hard hat. I can ride rope, a hammer, and paint. Do things with my hands that most men can't. I can't get ahead no matter how hard I try. I'm getting really good at barely getting by. Everything I oh, own By the sweat of my brow From my four-wheel drive To my cowboy boots I wore it all to my blue-collar roots Feel like I'm working overtime On a runaway train I got to bust loose From this ball and chain I'm a hard, hard working man To the promised land, and I'm burning my candle at both ends. About the only way to keep the fire going is to. Fire. Come Friday night, I like to party hard I carry on with the Cadillac cutie Spend my whole week's pay on some weekend beauty Come Monday morning, I'm the first to arrive I ain't nothing but business, y'all from nine to five I'm a hard, hard-working man I got it all to the promised land and I'm burning my candle at both ends But the only way to keep the fire going Is to outrun the wind I can't wait to get up in the morning And do it all over again Well, I'm a hard-living, hard-working man